You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. and think there must be more than this to life are you looking for more joy freedom and purpose in your life this is living a courageous authentic life with your host jennifer monahan many of us may be focused on getting ahead and achieving our goals but we may soon realize that something is missing jennifer was there and now she's here to help you reclaim your personal power find joy and realize your full potential now, please welcome the host of Living a Courageously Authentic Life, Jennifer Monahan. Hi, everyone. Welcome. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. Today's our first show, so welcome. Uh, today, we're going to talk about what it means to live courageously and authentically and the six steps to take to do so. Um, I thought I'd start by talking a little bit about courage and what is courage. Uh, there are so many definitions of courage, but the one that seems to resonate most with me is courage is, ap- is actually taking action in spite of fear. It's moving ahead and walking through the fear, even though your heart may be beating a million miles an hour and, and you're breathing heavily and you're sweating and you're saying, oh my gosh, what am I doing? you are still moving forward. And that's what courage is all about. It's knowing when there's something that is so important to you, that's burning so strongly in your heart that you want to move forward. You want to share that with the world. So that's what courage means to me. And I'd love to get your calls in. You can call in at 866-451-1451 if you want to share your definition of courage with me. Um, But I thought I'd also share with you a personal example for those of you who don't know me. I spent many years working in the corporate world as a business strategy consultant. Uh, I was on the road every week traveling to different different states and countries and working with clients, helping them uh, improve their business and their profitability. And uh, I woke up one day and realized that I wanted to do something different with my life. Uh, And a year and a half ago, I actually quit that job and... uh, have changed my life around completely. I put everything I owned in storage, uh, gave up my rent control department here in San Francisco, and then hit the road. Uh, My plan was to spend six to seven months traveling around, seeing where, uh, where I was led and seeing what would come out of it. I started off in Guatemala and uh, rented a little hut in the jungle. It was a thatch roof hut in the middle of nowhere in this tiny community in the northeast corner of Guatemala, uh, in between uh, Flores, Guatemala, and Tikal, if you're familiar with Guatemala. 
and really spent the time getting to know myself better. I had started this journey of knowing myself better and what it is I really wanted in life many years prior. But this time in the jungle where I was away from everything that was familiar to me uh, and, and living in a way that was very different from you know, a large city like San Francisco gave me the opportunity to strip away those things that I had I had put around me as being important in my life, those things that I had used to define myself. And through that process, I really got down to the core of who I was, what I was all about. Um, I discovered and connected with my inner spark, that, um, that piece of me that, that wasn't just a business strategy consultant and wasn't just a friend and a daughter and a sister and a cousin or an employee. It was the core of who I really was. Um, and from that, then I was able to connect more deeply with who I am, the integrity and the source of who I was, and bring that forward consistently and consciously in my day-to-day -day life. To me, that took a lot of courage. It was it took courage for me to walk away from the life that I knew, but even more so, it took a lot of courage to strip away those outer coverings of, of who I am and get to the core of who I am. So who am I? Uh, first and foremost, I'm somebody who helps other people live courageously, and I've done that for, for many years. Uh, I am a shaman, coach, and an author. Uh, as a shaman, I help people connect to their, their core selves. I help them connect to their, their guides and their, their ancestors and get answers to questions about them, their lives. I also help them heal spiritually. So uh, shamans work at healing folks at the spirit level, which can lead to changes at the physical, mental, and emotional level as well. As a coach, I am my client's biggest cheerleaders. You know, I'm the one who asks them the, the tough questions and, and then also cheers as they move along and reach their goals. And as an author, I work with folks um, through my words. I, I help folks understand my journey and, and hopefully inspire them so that they're willing to take their own courageous journey. So as I mentioned, being courageous requires you to move the masks and the shields that you have in life. Uh, in a few moments, we're going to move on to the six steps that I went through to live my courageous life and the six steps that I help my clients uh, go through as well. But at, a, at the core, you need to be aligned with your purpose and bring the gifts that you have out to the world. I truly believe that our life mission is one where we are tasked with improving and raising the levels of love and consciousness on our planet uh, through the sharing of our gifts. It is when we share our gifts, when we connect to love, um, that we're able to see the beauty that exists in one another. We are able to actually recognize one another and work together to bring that type of change. Call in again, call in with your questions at 866-451-1451. Uh, would love to have you share your courage stories as well uh, and, and what you think is important when you are, in fact, living a courageously authentic life. I'm going to share another example of courage with you. Um, 
I have one client right now who is working to rebuild her life. She has, um, she had a major life change a couple of years ago and she realized that for her to find joy in her life and courage is really all about living your joy. Uh, we go through life and it seems like sometimes we're, we're walking around like zombies, not actually living, living a joyful life. We get up in the morning, we are going to our jobs, we have our regular routine, our heads are down. Uh, maybe we're not even making eye contact with people as we're walking into our office or walking to the subway. And we push some papers around on our desk or we do whatever it is that our job requires us to do. And, and we're watching the clock saying, how long is it till I can go home? How long is it until I can do something that brings me joy? And, and courage really is about living a life that brings you joy throughout the day. It's not a matter of having a life that doesn't have ups and downs. We will always have our ups and downs. We'll have good days. We'll have bad days. We'll have things happen to us that make us angry or sad or sometimes even rip us to our core. But courage is recognizing that through all of that, we can still reach a place of joy. So for my particular client uh, that I was just mentioning, she realized that the life she was living wasn't bringing her any joy at all. She picked up and moved uh, from the country she was living in to another country, found a place that brought joy to her heart where she lived, started doing work, and realized, realized that by bringing her joy forward and her passion forward to her work even, uh, that she could inspire others. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about life's wake-up calls and moments that matter and how those can help us live courageously. Stay tuned. French Rastafarian baker Chef Oug Mat is a fourth-generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Sheikh Uvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Ugmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefoug.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appétit and bless up. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of 
of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. We're back. Welcome. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we're talking about what it means to live courageously and the six steps to take to do so. We have a couple callers, so uh, let's queue up the first caller, Charlene. Hi, Jennifer. Can you hear me? I can. Hi, Charlene. How are you today? I'm well. I'm well, Jennifer, and it's great to hear your voice coming across the airwaves. Thank you. Talking about courage, and I just want to say that I so admire your particular take on so much of the work that's being done on the planet right now. So many human beings coming forward, so many people saying the old ways are not working, what are the new ways, and there you are out, pilgrim of the new way, pushing it forward and then advertising that for so many of the rest of us. Well, thank thank you. you. Thank you. I appreciate that, Charlene. Yeah, we need path path makers. We need people who are out there doing this. And uh, in my life, um, there were no options around living with courage. I was raped and tortured when I was 16. I had been running away Mm. from a home in which I was beaten and incested Mm. by my brother and verbally abused. Now, the funny thing was my home was actually, there was a lot of love and there was a lot of laughter. But then there was this dark side. And then there was this other experience that took place, and then I met a teacher. It was just like up and down, heaven and hell, heaven and hell. And the choice to attend to what is working is really in our grasp. That's, to me, a little bit of just the the down-on-the-ground understanding of what courage is. It just is that moment where you look and say, well, gee, you know, like that's not working thinking about that and feeling that way that I have to go through the emotion I give myself time every week to feel bad if there's bad things I need to feel but my day is focused on what is working yeah Charlene first off I am sending you so much love right now uh, for overcoming everything that you've been through and and just admiring your personal courage as well, right? This this idea of courage as a choice is a beautiful one, right? Because so many people don't feel empowered. And especially when you're in a situation such as you were, where you were physically and sexually abused and assaulted, it's real easy to give up. So somehow... It sounds like you connected to that spark within you, even though it might have been buried under a whole lot of stuff and pulled from that your courage. Um, that is truly beautiful, Charlene, and, and I you know, admire you. Thank you so much. And I just really want to leave everybody on an up note um, and, and, and brag a little bit. I have a double master's degree. I have a son who's amazing. He's married to a beautiful woman. I raised him basically on my own. Two group mm-hmm. beautiful grandchildren, a partner, a gorgeous house on a small lake. I'm a writer. I'm a therapist. I teach meditation. My life is so full and so rich 
that I'm so grateful for every step I had to take to get here. I really am. Even the really tough yeah. stuff, you know, yeah. if, it lead, if it led here, which it did, then I'm, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. And you bring up another point, which I always say, which is in any situation you are in, no matter how horrible it is, there is usually a gift. And it sounds like you found the gift. So thank you. And I know that you did too. And I'm so, so pleased for you. So I know there are other callers lined up. I don't want to take all your time, but I just wanted to add to your first show and uh, bring some of my own personal life to it. So thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. I hope you call in again, Charlene. I will, my love. Bye for now. Bye. And next up, I believe we have Lane. Yeah, I'm here, Jennifer. Hi, Lane. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And I love, love that you just began with courage on your show. And and I even, just building on Charlene, um, there's a probably a theme that's here. Um, those of us who have had the opportunity to know you, work with you, to witness your courage um, are probably here to to help amplify and support because you uh, continually have helped all of us, not just by um, the shamanic capabilities, healing, the, the, how you are as a friend, but by being a way shower, um, in particular for courage and for authenticity. And um, so that's the first thing I want to do. Just congratulations on starting the show. And, and I would imagine that people will hear others like myself and Charlene coming forward just to, to um, you know, share how much of an impact that um, your way showing has had on all of our lives. Uh, so that that's first. And in terms of courage, um, Charlene, yeah, you're welcome. I should pause there. You're welcome, and and you're doing good at receiving that. <laughs> the courage, um, Charlene, hit some points there that uh, really are uh, in my heart. And courage, um, uh, you know, comes from that root word cur in French, which is heart, uh, and the ability to be in our heart. So therefore, for me, um, anytime there's been courage, it's feel it is deeply felt. It's deeply personal. A deeply uncomfortable situation that's happened, um, whether, you know, doubled over in a hotel room in Boston at 3 a.m. with a kidney stone or or mm-hmm. uh, losing a, uh, losing my mother or um, going through just a number of the life changes we all do. We all have our stories. And for me, the difference is that courage um, is it goes from that uncomfortable, deeply um, difficult feeling and very personal place to at some point we we hit a point of action you know it's just like okay yeah. i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put up with this anymore it's like the what was that movie network uh mad as hell i'm not gonna take it anymore is one yeah. version but um courage for for me in my life has been about that point where it became action it being what was very deeply personal deeply uh, difficult feelings, uh, very uncomfortable, and courage mm-hmm. showed me the way. Yeah, yeah. Courage was what allowed you to get up, get up off your butt, and say, "I'm not going to put up with this anymore. I'm going to exactly. change something." Exactly. Yeah. 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 Courage is is really for me all about action, um, and it. You know, whether we're more feminine, more masculine, whatever, it doesn't matter because really the the reality is that um, when you went through your experience of 
getting hit in a crosswalk and shattered and broken, um, you had to get yourself up off the couch. You had to make things happen, and uh, and you've done a beautiful job with it. Thank you. Thank you. It looks like we're going to take a quick break right now. Um, Lane, I appreciate you calling in and, and sharing your thoughts on courage. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more. I think we have one more caller on the line, and uh, we'll also talk a little bit about fear. So stay tuned. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Weight No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Weight No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Weight No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Weight No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. Hi, my name is Myra Fox and I am a survivor. I am the founder of the Castle Lewis I Survived Foundation and the author of a series of books entitled I Survived a Murder Untold, which tells the story of my sister and I who were abandoned and left in the care of a woman who beat us repeatedly. Unfortunately, it resulted in the death of my sister, Castle Lewis, which is revealed in a page-to-page -page chilling story. After spending time in the foster care system, I've documented my suffering and my loss and ultimately my survival. I'm blessed to work daily in my community and surrounding areas to give back by helping others and feeding the homeless. I want to spread awareness of the dangers of abuse. You can purchase my books and contribute to the Castle Lewis I Survive Foundation by visiting www.castlelewis.com or you can call us at 540-999-8401. Thank you. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we're talking about courage and what it means to live courageously. Uh, I believe we have a caller on the phone, Bob. We do. Bob, Hello, you Jennifer. There? Hi, Bob. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, and uh, it's certainly great to hear your voice uh, over uh, that fabulous form of radio we know as the internet, you sound great. I'm calling you from a little town here in central Maine, also by a beautiful lake, a little oh, town called nice. Unity, Maine. Wow, wow, and, you got some uh, snow up there? Uh, oh, yeah, about two feet, but uh, it's, uh, it's all good. You know, it's, it's beautiful, it really is. Oh, wonderful. And, uh, you know, you and I, uh, as you probably recall, go way, way back uh, yes. to the days when uh, before life coaching and before shamanism, back to the days back in New York when you and I were doing business together and swapping stories and trying to have some fun at the same time, which we were always good at. And uh, we were great it, at that. it certainly warms, warms my heart, uh, you know, to see you doing so well and putting out such positive uh, energy to the planet. It's just really, really good. 
So uh, the reason I called is, is actually in terms of courage. I think that, you know, sometimes you're placed in situations which you seem to have no control over. I know uh, mm-hmm. my wife and I wound up here in Maine. Uh, we had bought a house here a couple of years back, and we had some plan to live in it at some point, but mm-hmm. nothing in the immediate. And then all of a sudden I was uh, working at a company where things started to go amiss and, and go south, as it were. And, you know, I just felt like, uh-oh, this, is, this can't be good. I don't like the direction that this has taken. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's time to make a change. And, you know, I said, well, we've got this beautiful house up in Maine. Uh, you know, we're still yeah. young enough to enjoy it. We might as well, yeah. you know, get up there and, 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 and see what we can do to make ourselves a, a better life up there, which probably was a lot easier for me to do because I was able mm-hmm. to line up a, a job with a great company where I'm able to work from home. Uh, but my mm-hmm. wife had to leave her stepdad, who's 93, and her mom, wow. who's 91. And uh, wow. you know, she lives close to them. And so it was a question of moving 450 miles away. But, uh, yeah. you know, she saw, she saw the fact that, uh, indeed, it was the best thing to do. So it, without saying, I mean, certainly kudos to her for having the courage yeah. and the wherewithal to be able to do that. And to myself, it just made me realize that in the end, what could have been perceived as something totally negative, which was happening at my prior place of employment, turned out mm-hmm. to be probably one of the best things that ever happened to me. Uh, yeah. And every day when I wake up and I see, you know, the beauty that is this place uh, where we live in Maine, I'm actually very thankful for what happened and that we both had the wherewithal you know, to be able to make the change. And it does dovetail into fear, where initially, Mm -hmm. you know, you could be afraid to make the change. Uh, But indeed, uh, you know, once you embrace it and go with it, um, you know, it's all positive. And you said a word before, uh, which I think rings true now more than ever. It was... uh, Certainly the words of a song that goes back many, many years ago, that word is love. And certainly yeah. all you need is love. That's for sure. All so, you need is thanks love. Thanks so much, Jennifer. Yes. I, Thank I, you, Bob. I, I and appreciate you. Appreciate you. I appreciate you, too. And really, it takes a lot of courage to pick up a life that you know, and, and uh, for everybody else on the on, who are listening, you know, Bob used to live in New York City area, and to go from a city life to a totally different kind of living up in the country and leave behind everything you know takes a lot of courage, but wow, you found the gift in a bad situation, and you're reinventing yourself. I love it. I love it. And, and Thank you. My- and, I, and guess what? Thank you. And not only do I love it, but I love you too, baby. Peace. I love you too, Bob. Thank you. <laughs> do we have another caller on the line? All right. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Lorna. How are you? Hi, I'm great. I am just so glad you're bringing this message out to the world, Jennifer, because I know you know my story, but um, courage and fear are the things that 
have, when I have faced them, have changed my entire life. And it's really great to bring that message out there to face, to just step into your courage and face your fears. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, for, you know, for me, I was in Mexico with my husband and we had um, retired together. And um, the relationship was a combination of being, of me feeling adored and loved one minute. And I felt demeaned and um, small the next minute. So mm. I was stuck in a lot of beliefs that I didn't deserve to be in any other type of relationship. And mm. I feel like I had like a spiritual, a spiritual awakening with it because one day I was there and I knew that I had this passion inside of me and I knew that I had this joy to share, but I was, I felt like I was being um, held back and kept down by not only that relationship, but previous um, relationships in my life too. And the universe just kept reminding me and kept at me and kept at me and kept at me until I, something came over me and I just stepped into courage and I left and I left Mexico and I left a man that I loved not knowing Mm -hmm. what was going to happen next and not knowing how my life was going to unfold, but I just knew that that was, that was like what I needed to do. That was the next step I needed to take. And then from then yeah. on, I just started following the, the next steps. Right. And, um, right. Stepped into that fear. <laughs> I had no idea what yeah. was coming. <laughs> you stepped into it and you had another really big component, which was trust. Ah, oh, totally. I just trusted the messages I was getting. From yeah, I don't know from the from my intuition from the universe. I just trusted everything, and it's brought me so much. Meeting you was one of them, and I'm so happy that you're sharing this. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for calling in. We're going to have to take a quick break now, but Lorna, you inspire me every day with the courage that you bring to every aspect of your life. Um, so. Thank you for sharing. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about fear and uh, the role that fear has in courage. We've touched on it a little bit. Call in with your questions, 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. There are artists and then there's Alice Asmar. This award-winning artist has spent her entire life devoted to her artistic pursuits and has had a lifelong fascination with American Indians of the southwestern United States. Her book, Dance to the Great Spirit, showcases her drawings and paintings inspired by sacred rituals of the Pueblo Indians, and four of her lithographs are in permanent collection at the National Museum of American History in the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C. She is one of four artists in the United States to win a Woolley Fellowship for study in Paris at L'Ecole des Beaux-Arts and has been featured in numerous publications. She's exhibited at the world's most prestigious museums and galleries and recently won a 20-year service award from the Burbank City Council and the inaugural art competition of the Foundation of the United States in Paris. Visit www.asmarart.com, www.aliceasmarinternational.com and email alice at aliceasmar at aol.com. 
Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. And we've been talking today about courage and what it means to live courageously. Uh, we've had some great folks calling in. If you want to call in, call in at 866-451-1451. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about fear, Um as I mentioned when we started off the, the show today, and you've heard from the folks who have called in, courage is not the absence of fear. Uh, courage is actually taking that deep breath, saying, I am not going to tolerate this situation, or I'm not going to live my life this way anymore. I am going to take action. And it may be scary as all anything, but you take that first step forward. So, what is fear? I mean, fear is the number one thing that can hold us back from actually living the life that we want. Uh, it can freeze us in our tracks and make it impossible for us to move forward. And the reality is we all have fear. Every single person who has embarked on a new life journey or tried something new or decided to stand up for him or herself had some level of fear. Uh, ranging at the very low end to a little bit of nervousness all the way to the far other extreme where they, they felt like they couldn't even open up their mouth and speak or talk or walk. Um, our fears are actually here to help us, right? They're here to let us know that we are stepping into something new, uh, that we're, we're trying out something different and and it's going to be uncomfortable for us as we do it. Um, it lets us know when we're out of our comfort zone. Our fears are also designed to keep us safe. And, and this is where taking a look at fear really, really comes in handy. Uh, our fears may stem from our childhoods. Perhaps we, uh, we learned a message that uh, it wasn't safe to do this or do that or uh, you know, good girls or good boys don't act that way or, or, or do these things. And, and so it instills a fear in our mindset that, that perhaps while valid at the time that you receive that message is no longer valid for your life, right? Fear also comes in the form of these tapes that play in our head, uh, over and over again, things like, I'm not worthy of this. I don't deserve this. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not lovable. We all have these tapes and they play over and over and over again. We may not even realize that they're playing, but they are 
there and they prevent us from stepping forward. Fear could also come from our life experiences. Um, maybe we tried something. Uh, maybe we said, you know what, I'm going to try to start my own business. And then for whatever reason, the business didn't work out. And we, we viewed ourselves as a failure. And through that process, it created an association with this idea of having our own business, and it created a fear that we wanted to avoid in the future. So all of these are different sources of fear, right? But at the end of the day, what fear can do is actually minimize or negate who we are and what we are possible of accomplishing in our life. Um, it can cause us to disbelieve or, or negate our, our gifts and our talents and our abilities and those things that make us uniquely who we are that we're meant to bring forward in the world. Sometimes we may think that we have overcome a fear um, only to discover that that fear is still there. Um, for example, I actually have... Um, as I've been going through and changing my life, come up with fear over and over again. One of them being around where I live and how I live. I grew up believing and seeing that my family lived in, in houses and everybody lived in a house and, and, and people tended to stay close to where the core of the family was. So most of my family is out east and they're within an hour of each other, which is wonderful. It's great to be able to get together with people like that. But uh, back in 05, I realized that living where I was living wasn't making my soul sing. I wasn't feeling alive and joyous, and I decided to move. And I moved from the East Coast all the way to San Francisco, California, so about as far away as you can in, in the United States, 3,000 miles. And it was exciting and scary at the same time. I had to overcome a fear of not being close to my family, um, not living the way that most of my family did and instead say, I can move 3,000 miles and I can still have a wonderful relationship with my family and create a new version of what I call home. So I went and I did that and it was wonderful for me and I stayed in touch with my family. But about about a year and a half ago, this idea of home and, and how you live came up for me again when I started thinking about why do I need to have a, a set place to live? Why, why do I have to have the, this home to go to every day? Why can't I just live out of my suitcase? And so the, that nervousness, it wasn't a, a deep paralyzing fear in this case because I'd already worked through part of it prior in 05, but that, that nervousness like, oh, I'm doing something different uh, came forward and, and then I, I breathed through it and worked through it and Ended up, you know, going on the road and living in Guatemala and over in Asia for six, seven months before coming back to the United States. Um, and yet this fear has come up a third time for me because while I was in Guatemala, I loved it there so much that I bought some land and I've built a house. And actually everything in the world that I own right now, except what can fit into a carry-on bag, is on a ship right now on its way to Guatemala to go into this house in Guatemala. And I'm not going to lie to you, that fear around home and connection with friends and family came up again. And this time it was even bigger because mentally this idea of going to an entirely different country and living in this country and 
having extra flights to get back to where my friends and family were brought it all up again. And so we may think that we've overcome a fear, but the reality is fears may not go away. And there may be layers and layers and layers to a fear that as we go through life and as we face one layer, we're now getting ready to actually explore the next layer of that fear. So I'm sure when I actually get down to Guatemala and start living there, there may be more aspects of this coming up. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about moments that matter and uh, what their role is in helping you wake up and live your life. Stay tuned. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.BetterHomeAndGarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. BetterHomeAndGarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website, BetterHomeAndGarden.com. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the following products right online. Bath, bedding, collectibles, craft, sewing and hobby, food and beverage, furniture, home decor, kitchen and dining, lamps and lighting, large appliances, musical instruments, outdoor cooking, patio items, pet supplies, plant and garden, rug and floor covering, small appliances, travel and luggage, and so much more. Better Home and Garden is an online retailer offering a wide variety of high-quality brand-name merchandise at discount prices. Our service is personal and we aim to please. Visit us at www.betterhomeandgarden.com. Make your home your own. America is out of control. Today's capitalism and the approach to money is in fact the symptom of a more widespread pattern of excessive behavior. In his book, The Culture of Excess, How America Lost Self-Control and Why We Need to Redefine Success, clinical psychologist Dr. Jay Slosar portrays an America where excess fuels the drive to succeed. Dr. Slosar examines the cultural factors that lead to excess ranging from obesity to fraud to pervasive budget deficits. His book examines the powerful economic and social factors and their impact on our psychological well-being. Dr. Slosar explores the psychological impact of increasing narcissism, perfectionism, self-destruction, and our identity confusion. He offers recommendations for helping Generation Me become Generation We. Those who resist Slosar's message will want to avoid his discussion of regulation and his recent message that at this point, democracy must be more important than today's capitalism. Get his book now online or by visiting thecultureofexcess.com. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from Bold Brave Media Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. Uh, we have a caller on the line, Allison. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hello. I'm well, thanks. And where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Long Island. Long Island. I've been there many times. What uh, what are your thoughts around courage and fear and and living your life? Well, I'm I'm calling. Um, it's funny how I came to even make this call. I this morning I just was scrolling down Facebook and I happened to see a listing that this show would be on today, and it it um, it's very much aligned with a journey that I've been on personally. So I. I just felt the need to call in for myself, and I was hoping that I could ask you a question. Fire <laughs> um, away. Uh, okay. So just quickly, um, I'll tell you who I am. You'll probably hear children in the background. But I'll try to keep them quiet. Um, I'm a homeschool mom. 
I have, I'm homeschooling my two youngest. They are um, three, almost four, and my other one just turned six. And I have other children that are in public school. It's a long story, but we're like a very, we're a blended family and we love mm-hmm. each other and we work and it's great, but there's just so much happening all the time. So, um, and I feel like I overbook myself sometimes. So I've been mm-hmm. on this journey to um, work on myself more because now my little one is getting a little older. I just started going back to yoga. And um, I guess my question is, how do you find your authentic self when there's so little time for self? Oh, oh that is, I think, <laughs> the million-dollar question right there, Allison. It is. It has to become a practice. Uh, and even, you know, if you can squeeze five minutes out of the day to connect to who you are, um, you'll, you'll start to learn more. And I know it sounds crazy and, and I feel your pain, uh, while I don't have children when, you know, when I was working full time as a business strategy consultant, I was on a plane every week flying somewhere and working long days and collapsing in bed at night, exhausted. And it just felt like there was no time for me. And the easy answer is making the time, right? Uh, and that's what has to be done. The challenging thing is finding that time. So I would start, quite frankly, by seeing if you can find five minutes a day and just breathing into your heart. Uh, this is one of the most powerful exercises you can do. And literally, you just sit in a chair or sit cross-legged on the floor, whatever's more comfortable with you for you, but so you're grounded, right? Um, and breathe in. And as you breathe in, imagine your breath going right down to your heart and filling up your heart. And then when you exhale, imagine the breath coming out of your heart and going out into the world. And as you do this, I will tell you my experience, as I did that, um, I start to feel kind of tingly, like, ooh, something's going on there. I start to feel like the energy around my heart growing and tingling and, and starting to get larger. The first few times that I did this, As it started to grow and get larger, I started to feel this deeper sense of love than I had ever felt before, and it scared the living daylights out of me. Uh, My fear about, gee, I'm not worthy of this kind of love came right up, and it shut it right down, and I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, But I kept (laughs) at it, right? And I kept at it, and I kept breathing until I could tap into that pure love and then feel it going through me. And as I did that, I started to get a deeper sense of who I was. And like I said, this exercise, five minutes, and um, can have huge, powerful impact on your life. Um, as you start to learn more about who you are, you can actually breathe into that space and ask questions such as, who am I? Why am I here? What brings me joy? And, and answers will start to bubble up for you. So that's one way that you can, while you're juggling family and schooling your kid, homeschooling your kids and all the stuff that goes with day-to-day life, that's one thing you might want to try. I will. I absolutely will. Great. Well, and thank you. Call back. You're welcome. Call back and let me know how it goes for you because I'd love to I hear. Will. I will. I, I am. I am dedicated to this, and I'll be tuning in because I'm really interested in finding my own way lately. So I will. I will absolutely let you know how it goes. Great. Great. Thank you, and thanks for calling in. I, I look forward to hearing more.
Thank you. Have a good day. Have a great day. Okay, bye. Bye. We still have some time for more folks to call in with questions or comments. Give a call at 866-451-1451. Let's talk a little bit about uh, moments that matter. These are the things that happen to us when we are going through life that cause us to sit up and take a look around. Uh, There are things that sometimes shake us to our very core. Uh, They are things that allow us to stop and possibly see beauty around us that we may have noticed before. Usually these moments are moments that are the big ones and everybody has them. It could be sickness, uh, a major sickness. It could be the birth of a child or a grandchild. It could be the death of somebody close to us. Um, Regardless of what the moment is, it's one that we realize we're at a crossroads in our life and we have a choice to make. Um, personally, uh, I've had a couple recently uh, that, that have really caused me to take stock of my life and, and make the changes that I did. The first was when I went to Mexico on vacation. I had recently broken up with a guy I had been dating for a year and just needed to get away and took this impromptu trip to the Yucatan, Mexico, because the Mayan ruins, I had never seen them before, but they sounded interesting, and I'm going to go. On my third day there, I was walking to the center of the town that I was staying in and promptly got lost. Uh, I often tell people that I get lost backing out of my driveway, so it's no surprise to me that I got lost. And a very nice man was working at a hotel that I walked by, and he was just getting off of his shift, and he said, where are you trying to go? I said, I'm trying to go to the town green because there's some demonstration of dancing going on. And he said, I'll walk you there because I'm going that way. And so we walked and we talked. He got me to the green, and he said, you know, I need to introduce you to somebody. And he led me around a corner and introduced me to a Mayan shaman who ended up transforming my life uh, completely. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'll talk a little bit more about moments that matter and take your calls at 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. Dr. Rob Moyer is the director of the Ocean River Institute, and he is passionate about saving the ocean by helping dolphins suffering from nitrogen pollution. Nitrogen is a dangerous pollutant, affecting our oceans, altering ocean ecosystems, and contributing to global warming. The Ocean River Institute provides opportunities to make a difference and encourages people to go the distance for savvy stewardship of a greater and bluer planet Earth. Partnered with organizations from Massachusetts to Florida, Alaska to the Caribbean, the Ocean River Institute's mission is to foster involvement in conservation and environmental monitoring by facilitating grassroots efforts at local and regional levels. Hello, I'm Rob Moyer of the Ocean River Institute. Please visit our website at oceanriver.org. Sign up for free e-alerts. You may call us at 617-661-6647. Our email address is info at Ocean River. Become informed and then act with us. Thank you. Are you stressed? Is your stress driving you crazy? Do you know there are many ways to relieve the stress? The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic does just that. Reduce your stress plus so much more. Established in 1997, the Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic offers an approach to wellness, 
For those individuals who choose to either utilize appropriate complementary methods to enhance their current medical care, or to those individuals who are on their personal journey toward improved health and wellness through the use of therapeutic bodywork, Reiki energy healing, or hypnosis. The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic is owned by Dr. Judy Dean, a registered nurse and board-certified massage therapist and medical hypnotherapist in LaPorte, Indiana. Visit www.spiritwithinmassage-hypnosis.com to see all services offered by Dr. Judy. For a free personal consultation, please call Dr. Judy Dean at 219-326-1380. The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic, 219-326-1380. We're back. We're coming to you live from Bold Brave Media Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. We were talking about moments that matter, and I was sharing that one moment that really changed my life and caused me to reassess what was going on in my life was when I was in Mexico and was literally led by the hand to a Mayan shaman. Um, This shaman When he met me, took my hand in his, showed me the symbol of a shaman, explained what shamanism was to me, and then proceeded to do a four-hour healing on me right then and there. He was working at a store. He laid a a brightly colored Mexican blanket on the ground. I lay down on the ground in the store while shoppers were walking past me, and he did this healing for me. Uh, It To say that it blew my mind would be an understatement. He was able to see things about me and share experiences that I'd had from when I was a child and a young adult up to the present time that there was no way he could have possibly known. Uh, And I knew he was the real deal. He and I stayed in touch while I was there on that trip. And on my last night, he presented me with a beautiful gift. And when I asked him why, he said, because you are meant to become a shaman. So that was a pretty direct moment. uh, And it caused me to sit up and say, oh, my gosh, is this what I am meant to do with my life? And as I looked back on my life, I was able to see all of the things that had led me to that exact moment. wanting to be, I actually wanted to be a brain surgeon when I was in high school. That was my career of choice. And then I walked away from it due to a death in the family. And then I wanted to be a veterinarian, but couldn't bear the thought of having to put down a dog or a cat or any animal. Uh, And then I went and got a a master's and, and, and studied, but did not get my PhD in natural health and became a coach. And I saw how all of these things came together to that exact moment so that I could step back and say, okay, what do I want to do with my life? I actually went ahead and started training with this shaman and, and learned about shamanism and began practicing shamanism with clients. Uh, and then my second big moment that matter happened, and uh, Lane alluded to it when he called earlier today, and that was I was walking across the street here in San Francisco three years ago, and a man in a minivan hit me at 25 miles an hour. Um, I rode on the hood of that minivan for part of the block before he finally stopped and ended up being out of work uh, for a little over three months and and being stuck on my couch for six months. Uh, My doctors didn't think that I would ever walk again without a a cast or a brace and crutches. And and I had that opportunity to step back and say, okay, this is another moment that matters. I can give up and, 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 and not live courageously, or I can take this accident by the horns and choose to 
courageously try to do the best I can. And, and I chose the latter and am happy to report that I am, quote, a walking miracle now. Uh, my doctors say I'm a miracle. But it really was that moment where I had to choose what I wanted to do and how I wanted to live the rest of my life. Uh, that moment also demanded that I step back and reassess everything in my life. Uh, since I had been very fortunate and didn't die in that accident, the question really that loomed over me while I was on my couch for six months was, how do I want to live the rest of my life? And that takes courage, which is what we've been talking about today. So moments that matter are things that are gifts that come to us. They're a moment of clarity and awakening that we can do whatever we want to with them. And the reality is if we're not ready to take that step, that's okay too, right? Recognizing that there is a moment, recognizing that we're not ready, that maybe there's some things we need to do, uh, maybe we have responsibilities that take priority, are those things that uh, we can say, okay, moment, I see you, I hear you, and I am going to put you on the back burner for now and come back to you at a later time when the timing is right for me. Uh, and and live the life that I am meant to live. So I want to thank everybody for uh, joining in on my first show and thank all the callers who called in. I am inspired and awed by your stories and the courage that you have all shown. I hope that you all join me again next week. Uh, we'll continue to explore what it means to live courageously, and we'll start to look at some of the things that we need to release when we're living a courageously authentic life. Thanks for listening. This has been Living a Courageously Authentic Life with host Jennifer Monahan. Listen each week as Jennifer helps you get down to the core of who you are, discover and connect to your inner spark, and bring that forward consistently and consciously in your day-to-day -day life. Here on Jennifer Monahan's Living a Courageously Authentic Life. been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.